1: My name's Sadie. This is Sex, Psych and Self and welcome to episode six. Welcome back. I'm pleased you're here. I'm a little bit tired but here we are. It's my favorite part of the week when I get to record these episodes for you. I wish I could do more a week but I literally do not have the time. Uh, Just a little update. Not really much to update you on. I have been working. (laughs) What a surprise. I am having some guests on my podcast in the next couple of episodes. I am super excited. Some of my friends have decided that they, well, I've asked them and they agreed to come on the podcast and chat about a couple things with me. So I'm so excited because my friends, they are so educated in their own ways. They all have so much wisdom about so many different things. So I'm so excited to get them on here and share that with you. And hopefully you enjoy them as much as I enjoy them. Now I have once again, two little sausage pals at my feet. It is raining outside, mum's working from home, dad's at work. So the sausages are allowed inside in the middle of the day. Usually they have to be outside during the day, not my choice, dad's choice, but They're inside and they were sleeping so soundly until they saw me get the microphone and they're like, shit, it is our time to shine. It is our time to fight at mum's feet. (laughs) Anywho, welcome to episode six. This episode is called High School Hell. This episode actually was not planned. I didn't plan to do an episode on this at all. I have a list of episodes coming up. And I, have a, I do about six in advance ideas, and this wasn't even in the six, but I'm doing an assignment at the moment with uni, and it's an essay on the psychological effects that bullying has on adolescents. And I thought that was so, so interesting because I think all of us have had our experiences with bullying in the past, and I think a lot of those experiences probably came from high school. So I really wanted to do an episode just kind of delving into what else happens in high school and why it's such a terrible time for all of us and why, you know, the effects from high school really do last with us into our adult years. I mean, they have for me at least, and I have mentioned this before, but a lot of the trauma that I went through in high school is what has kind of contributed to my mental health issues today. So I am so, you know, pretty pumped to do an episode about it and I did put the question out to my followers um, which is not that many but I did put the question out asking people to send in um, you know their high school experiences because I did want to hear and just see what other people have experienced throughout their lives. Now I have included one of the stories in today's episode so that's very exciting but we'll get to that a little bit later. As for right now, this is Sex, Psych, and Self, episode six, and let's go. I actually did Google, because when I do these episodes, I, like, I do like to get some real like hard facts and put them in the app. So I did Google, why is high school so... Dot, 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 and then it came down with a list of the most frequently searched things, like you all know how Google works. And this is a The stuff that came up. So I typed in why is high school so, and then it came up with so hard, so emotionally hard, so stressful, so toxic and so boring, (laughs) which I thought was funny. And I thought I would add it in here because I feel like everyone has the same feels about high school and everyone feels like it's an absolute waste of time and it's absolutely boring. Oh my goodness, I just have to turn my air conditioning on because it's like overcast outside and raining and it is not even summer anymore and I swear it's still like 33 degrees outside but that's the perks of living in the fucking outback Queensland. So yeah, as I mentioned before, I wanted to do an episode on the high school because, you know, it was the hardest and most toxic time of my entire life. But it was also looking at it as an adult, it was also probably the most beneficial learning experience of my life so far. Also, I mean, I think the most beneficial learning experience next plan for me is probably motherhood because sheesh, (laughs) that's going to be next level. But my life so far, high school definitely kind of shaped me to the adult I became. And I feel like it was probably a mutual kind of feeling for a lot of you out there looking back at it now, like at the time, it definitely didn't feel like a beneficial learning experience. And it definitely felt like, why am I being put through these stresses? But now looking back at it, I mean, I don't get it. I don't get why we have to go through that. I get why we have to go through school definitely, but I don't get why we have to get put through whoever, you know, the universe, why they have to put us through that, but that's okay. It's something we have to deal with, I suppose. I learned so much about myself through that time and I, I learned so much about relationships and friendships and as well as high school ripped my soul apart and it ripped my mind apart and it ripped my body to shreds. It it really ripped me in half. At the same time, it had a future plan for me and it, it wanted to shape this. I don't know why I'm clicking in all these episodes, me being the sass queen, So yeah, it did rip me to shreds at the same time. I rose from the rubble in my adult years and used my experience and I grew from it and I'm continuing to grow from it. And I think that's the most important thing that you can do about shitty with shitty situations in your life. You can't stop the shitty situations that you're going to have thrown at you, but you can definitely change how you're going to grow from that and how you're going to use that shitty experience. I clicked when I said before I did the Google search. I clicked the one that said, "Why is, Go- why is Google? Why is high school so hard?" Because I wanted to see what people had to say about it. And a lot of Reddit forums came up, and all these other forums came up of just high school students just absolutely bitching in these forums about how, why their high school's so bad and why they don't understand. And I'm reading this, and I'm like, "It's all right, kids. Like it, it does get better." <laughs> no wonder no matter who you are in high school it definitely does get better I mean are you still going to have hard times in your life sure is work and your career going to be as hard as high school yeah but it gets better and you learn how to cope with it and you know you can still cry as an adult (laughs) So I wanted to outline a few of the main reasons I saw that they outlined about why high school is so hard. And a lot of students said they feel like they're learning things that they won't need in real life. And I agree. I think I just want you to have a little ponder on your life. And when have you ever used algebra in your life? Like when? When have you ever used the S, you know, all the knowledge you have about to kill a mockingbird in your life. I definitely used my like essay writing skills and stuff in university, but university also teaches you that from the get go. So I definitely agree with the fact that we learn a lot of things that we probably don't need in real life. And they miss a lot of things that they could teach us that we would need in real life. Like, I don't know, banking, taxes, loans, As a 26-year-old adult, having loans, student loans, taxes, you know, all the adult things, I had no idea how to go about them. My parents had to put me through bloody loan school because I just had no idea about it. When I got my car and I had to get a loan and I was freaking out because I just had no idea. Would have been nice to learn that in mass in high school. The students on the forums that I read also outlined that they're just constantly worrying about social issues in their life. So, you know, worrying about those friendships, worried about those relationships, just currently worried about everything else but the actual schoolwork. And I can't blame them. It's really hard. Girls are bitches in school. Boys are bitches in school. So I get that one. Um, And also, they felt like they're just constantly trying to meet high expectations I didn't really see much more clarity on this statement. I do, however, want to put my own connotation on it and just feel like, yeah, like you, you do kind of feel like you're trying to meet the expectations of your school and your parents, as well as your friends and your boyfriends and your girlfriends and, you know, all the relationships and also social media. Like I we definitely did have social media when I was in high school, but it wasn't as crazy as it is now. And we didn't have, you know, Instagram. Well, we did like towards the end of my high schooling, but we didn't have, you know, all the social, we didn't have TikTok. We didn't have all the social media that you have now. So it's probably really hard to live up to the expectations of social media and deal with the pressures of social media and self-esteem issues and everything, as well as attend high school. And yeah, like I mentioned, they just really outlined the deals of stressings with relationships as well as, you know, all those body changes that you do go through throughout high school and schoolwork. Because at the end of the day, you're still getting homework. You're dealing with all these life stresses, but you're still getting homework. So that's just what they felt. I just want you to take yourself back to when you were in high school, if you are an adult now. I mean, there might be some high school students still listening to me, but I feel like when we are in high school, there was a lot of pressure on, you know, figuring out what you want to do when you're older, figuring out your career. What I wanted to be in high school is nothing to what I've amounted to now. I went through a stage in high school when I wanted to be a marine biologist. And now I'm a nurse turned counsellor doing a podcast. Like, what? (laughs) So, I mean... I think, yeah, definitely start thinking about what you want to do when you're older in high school, but there should be pressure put on our adolescents to you need to know what you want to do for high school by the time you finish grade 10. Because realistically, who knows what they want to do in high school by the time they finish grade 10? Sure, there are doctors and vets out there that need to do those biology subjects and need to get the good OP to enter university to do those things, but for the majority... No one's out there knowing what they want to do in the end of grade ten. That's okay. I think we need to remove this pressure from our adolescent people, and you know, tell them it's okay. Like, yeah, definitely experiment. Definitely, you know, ponder what you want to be when you're older. But you don't need to have it all figured out, love. Like, it's fine. It's fine. I did about. I've done many things since I've left high school. So. No one could have known where I ended up today and I'm not mad at it because I'm really proud of where I've ended up. So I don't even know what I was going to be in school. There's also the pressure to succeed in your schoolwork, do your homework and then have a social life, go to those parties, maintain your friendships, meet the social expectations. And you're also going through puberty and you're also having a lot of hormonal changes and hormonal urges. So yeah, I think you're allowed to be confused <laughs> in high school. And then of course, bullying. Bullying is so prevalent in high school, as well as your whole life, I feel. I, I don't necessarily get bullied now, but there still are people that are mean on social media. And I've learned to just kind of get over it like who cares what anyone thinks of you but in high school if you get bullied like that's a major part of your self-esteem like your self-esteem is getting built up in high school and to have a bully people bullying you and just ripping it back down like it's it's so hard and upon my research I did read that one in five high school students report getting severely bullied Now, this is Australian high school ages, year 8 to 12 is what I'm kind of looking at for high school in quotations. But yeah, one in five students report getting bullied. And this is cyberbullying and bullying in real life. They did say that cyberbullying is more prevalent these days than bullying in real life because a lot of schools do try to do, you know, that zero tolerance, like uh, zero bullying tolerance policy in schools so I think yeah bullying at school is probably less I think it's definitely still there but it's definitely probably less but you can't escape that like the our kids they just cannot escape the bullying schools I feel still this is just my opinion they still don't know how to discipline um or deal with the bullying you know epidemic. Like I said before, they do try to implement these zero bullying policies, but nothing can kind of stop what goes on at home and schools can't police what goes on everywhere. I know they definitely tried to, especially when I was in school, but they can't. That's just, it's an unrealistic goal (laughs) to police every part of an adolescent's lives. Teenagers are so, so vulnerable because, you know, they go home and they feel like they might be safe from the bullies at school, but they go home and they open a device and open that screen and the bullying's just right there attacking them at home. And the teenagers are just left, left to their own devices and left so vulnerable. And, you know, there's nothing we can really do. Like you can't tell a teenager you can't have social media because, again, that's just an unrealistic expectation. And if you do tell a teenager, an adolescent person that you can't have social media, that's gonna f- they're going to want it even more they're gonna want to rebel and get that social media even more and they're gonna find a way to do it let me tell you they're gonna have the secret accounts and you know they're gonna have all the secrets and you do not want your adolescents to be keeping secrets from you okay I did from my parents and I'm such a bitch I wish I did not you know I wish I didn't do half the things that I did to my parents when I was a teenager knowing what I know now but Bullying can actually lead, and this brings me back to my assignment with uni, bullying can lead to a lifelong struggle with mental health issues like depression, anxiety, self esteem issues. And it's, that's actually a, like a well-known proven scientific fact, like a person more than likely a person who struggles with anxiety, depression in their adult life has been faced with some kind of bullying in their lifetime think about that before you go bullying someone I'm I i do not think I have ever I don't want to say ever because I definitely was a fuckhead in high school so I probably did do some things that were probably considered bullying in my lifetime but I have never in my adult life bullied someone and probably from the age of 16 I haven't bullied anyone um because I was severely bullied and I know how it feels and I know how much I struggle with it even now. So I, yeah, I, I wouldn't wish that on anyone and I wouldn't do that to anyone. I think it's so unfair. Bullying has also been known as the root cause of suicidal ideation in children and adolescents. I did actually see a really heartbreaking story on Facebook a few weeks ago and it was the photo, like it was a picture poster. So there was pictures of this child on in ICU on life support in hospital, and this twelve-year-old boy had actually uh, attempted to take his own life due to the bullying he was experiencing on um, on social media and at school. Now, I'm not actually sure if that per- if that boy lost his life. I think he may have, I can't remember, which is just tragic. And um, my my thoughts, um, you know, my love goes out to that family that dealt with that because I can't even imagine what it would be like to be a parent and, you know, probably not even have any knowledge about the bullying that was happening in your child's life. And then for them to take an attempt on their life, like that is just heartbreaking. And yeah, my thoughts really go out to that family. His parents, you know, like I said, probably had no idea. But I know that, you know, once he died and once he passed away, they would have been blaming themselves and would have been thinking about what they could have done more. But I, I can't help but think, like, what what would they even have done? You know, I'm not calling them incompetent as parents and I'm not a parent myself apart from to two sausage dogs so I can't really comment on what I would do parenting wise but I just know that it would be so hard to actually do anything if your child was being bullied like how do you do something without embarrassing that child and making it even worse for them I just feel like you know parents are uneducated on, you know, especially what time that parent grew up and they, they are quite uneducated on the social media side of things. And, you know, they're so left in the dark when it comes to bullying because a child isn't going to speak up about it. Cause like I said before, they don't want to be embarrassed. They don't want to be a dibby dobber. Like there's that real culture behind, like, don't tell on people. So they're just going to suffer in silence and that's not okay. Yeah. It really breaks my heart. And I just don't think... Bullying is such a hard one. I do think that. I said, just don't think that bullying is a hard one. No, bullying definitely is a hard one. Research on bullying started more than 40 years ago. So, you know, they started doing research on bullying in the 70s, earlier, because it's been around for so long. But with the presence of social media in our children and in high school, I just feel like it's getting worse and it's probably going to continue to get worse as social media becomes more developed and more like involved. The actual definition of bullying has been described as an aggressive, intentional act carried out by a group or an individually, uh, individual repeatedly over time against a victim who cannot easily defend him or herself. So that's just kind of the definition of bullying. That kind of break puts it into a nice little nutshell. Bullies, people that do do the bullying, bullies, they are shown to have a low self-esteem on themselves and some mental health issues themselves. They feel like they have a low social standing in society. So, you know, if you did a case study on all these people that have been bullies in their lifetime, they were probably going through shit themselves. They were definitely probably going through shit themselves or inside their heads, you know. Can we blame the bullies? I don't know. Like, I don't know if we can blame children for bullying. I feel like that's learned behavior. They get it from somewhere or they're just trying to cope with something. And like I kind of amounted to before, I don't feel like we will ever be able to totally eradicate bullying from our high schools. And I don't think a child will ever live in a world, my children, my children's children, I don't think they will live in a world where bullying doesn't exist. I think we might find out strategies to make it a little less and the impact a little better. But... I feel like that is why it's so important that we educate our adolescents and our youth on mental health issues and suicide prevention. We educate them on the nitty-gritties of self-esteem issues and bullying and, you know, give them the hard facts. We need to stop wrapping our, you know, younger generations in cotton wool and trying to protect them from things. We need to tell them straight up and be like, hey, This is what can happen if you bully people. People can take attempts on their lives and, you know, tell them the dark, dark world of mental health issues and how horrible it can be for people to struggle with things like depression. Because if we really confront our teenagers with it, maybe they'll just take a little bit away from that. Maybe they'll realize that hey, what I say, my actions now to other people can really have long lasting effects. And I'm not saying educate them in a way that bloody traumatizes them. But I do feel like you really need to make your education straight up. And we need to stop beating around the bush and going, oh, say, no, I don't like it. Be nice with your words. Like tell them straight up what the goal is. And as I mentioned in the first episode, I am the founder of a high school educational project called Taboo Talk, and it is surrounding issues of sexual health um, as well as mental health and, you know, self-esteem issues and all that bullying. And we implement education to adolescents about problems that their principals feel are really, really rampant in the society of that high school. So some examples of this so far has been like conflict resolution between girls specifically and bullying and also issues of confidence and self-esteem. Sexual health is definitely a big one as well because you know kids are out there literally having no idea of anything to do with sexual health. Like my boyfriend's friend literally asked me the other day about HIV and how you get it and what it is and he also didn't realize that anything about periods so I had to do a little education session of my own and that's not his fault it's just merely the fact that they weren't educated on it appropriately they weren't given the knowledge and they weren't you know, given the knowledge that we owe to the youth of today, like we owe it to them. The only reason I know so much about sexually, you know, sex and mental health is because I'm educated in it, is because I went out there and decided, like, I don't know, I just got a fire up my ass one day and was like, this isn't good enough. Like, we're producing these adults and yeah, they're right, but they just don't know shit about the important shit because adults are too scared to talk about it and too scared to tell them about it. Adults are more accepting of promoting abstinence in our high school, which means promoting our teenagers to never have sex because if you have sex, you'll die, than actually educating them on the real facts and actually realising that, hey, 13 to 18-year-olds are going through puberty, which means there is literal hormonal brain changes happening, that they're raging, they're just wanting to, you know, have sex and just have sex all the time. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so passionate about this because I need to change the world. It's just not good enough. It's not. It's not good enough. But that brings me on to my next topic of puberty. And like I mentioned before, you know, most humans do go through puberty between the ages of 13 and 18 years old, which, you know, hello, adolescent years. This is pretty much, you know, the the fo- child form maturing into the adult form and preparing the reproductive organs and hormonal foundation for you know procreating which is exciting we all go through it I was actually trying to when I was writing this episode I was trying to remember my time as like bit going through puberty and I just remember having boobs really early I remember getting boobs when I was like in grade two so it's pretty wild. And I did, I got my period in like grade six. So I think I was an early bloomer, but, and then I do know some people I went to school with didn't get boobs until like, you know, after they left school and didn't even get their periods till like 17. It's pretty wild how everyone's so, so different and so individualized. Um, puberty it results in, you know, growth, brain development, sexual maturation, and an attainment of reproductive capacity. Capacity. So, like I mentioned before, you're just forming into your adult form, you're transforming. It is accompanied by final maturation and multiple organ systems and major changes in the central nervous system and the psychological, uh, sorry, not psychological, psychosocial behaviors. And that's an important thing to remember too. It's not just getting hair on your face and getting hair on your wap and, you know, growing taller. It's also about your psychological um, development as well. So, you know, when you're going through puberty, you start to view things differently. You start to view situations differently and you start to view people differently. And this is why it's such a hard time for people who are, you know, uh, who identifies LGBTIQ plus plus. Because that stage is when you're starting to experiment and you're starting to get sexual urges and you're starting to realize a little bit about yourself that maybe you didn't realize before. So it's also why it's so important that we don't bully in high school uh, high school high school because it's such an important development time people are already going through it with their puberty and mind changes you don't need to put it through it with your mean words too like come on that's mean people do um like i mentioned before go through puberty at different rates they um everyone's bodies just are different through puberty like some people get super thin some people put on weight like Everyone's bodies are so different. And that's what I also mentioned in the confidence episode. Like, how can we judge people on their bodies when we're all different? Literally every part of an adolescent brain is changing during puberty. Their senses are changing to recognize sexual partners to reproduce with. The motivational and attentional parts of the brain, the... Sorry. I got a bit nursey in this part because when I read that, when I read like all the parts of the brains I'm changing, I'm like, okay, like what parts? So the nucleus accumbens and the dopamogenic pathways to the prefrontal cortex, they're all things that kind of have the motivation and attention side of your brain. Sorry, I moved away from the microphone because my dog is like scratching the wall. Yeah, so these all have the motivation and attention parts of the brain. They are changing your motivation to literally seek out reproductive opportunities. And this is where we need to remember humans are mammals. We are creatures, just like all other animals in the animal kingdom. We are just a more intelligent form of animal. We have natural instincts, and our use in this world has been the same since before, you know, before time. And that's to reproduce. That is to have sex and make more creatures. So, you know, puberty is very primal because your, you know, puberty is preparing your body for its, you know, use to society. It's preparing your body for reproduction. And that's really fucking confusing. And that's really confusing. Like I mentioned before, there's no education on sexual health in high school, let alone puberty. And what the people we're actually trying to educate are actually going through in their bodies. Our, they need to understand what's happening to their bodies to navigate through it. They need to have a deep understanding of like, hey, it's okay that I feel like this because my body's going through ABC. And I also think it is so important that we encourage, you know, curiosity in puberty and we we encourage experimenting in puberty. And this means masturbation. and, And it's so important that we encourage this and not prohibit it in our teenagers. It's totally normal to experiment sexually while you're going through puberty. And we shouldn't, as adults, we should never shame children or adolescents for experimenting sexually. Within reason, like if it gets a bit weird, it gets a bit weird, but you know, normal stuff. We shouldn't, uh, we shouldn't, Push shame on our adolescents for who they identify as, or you know, if little boys are dressing up like little girls, like who are we to put shame on that? They're just trying to figure out who they are, and experimenting and you know, that sense of self identity is a massive part and a vital part of development and to becoming a good human when they're adults. We are raising a generation of confused, angry adults like real talk and can I just say that we do not need any more confused and angry adults in the world we do not need anyone any more adults with pent-up aggression because they weren't allowed to be who they wanted to be when they were children and it's just can we all just love each other (laughs) And that brings me back to what I said before. I I did put the question out there to my followers and I wanted them to tell me their stories about high school because I wanted to see that people have gone through it. I wanted to just confirm what I thought. And I did want to give a mention to this one response from this lovely, lovely little lady that has me on Snapchat. And she openly told me this story and gave me permission to share it on the podcast And she unfortunately was bullied severely um, during school from, you know, the girls that identified as the popular girls. And I'm putting that in quotation marks because we all know the popular people in high school. And this was due mostly because her last name and, you know, her last name was Grubber. So, I mean... Real mature bullies, real mature. Like, are you really feel so shit about yourself that you have to, you know, pay someone out for something that they literally cannot control? Come on, sis, it's not good enough. The popular girls made up a rumor about her as well that she had a crush on her PE teacher. And you want to know why they did this? Because her and the PE teacher had a similar last name. I'll just give that a minute to set in. Her and the PE teacher had a similar last name, so it must mean she has a crush on them. Must mean that. Not. And these popular girls actually wrote a letter to her PE teacher stating it was from this girl who wrote me this story, pretty much confessing her so-called love again in quotations for the PE teacher. So they wrote a letter to him pretending it was her. And then she got in trouble for it because obviously it's highly inappropriate, but she didn't even do it. Like, come on. That's mean. Girls are mean in high school. (laughs) Girls are mean when you're an adult. (laughs) Oh my God. That makes me so sad. But, you know, thank you so much for sharing your story. I said that to you on Snapchat. Like, I really loved reading everyone's input. Um... But I did want to go into a little bit of my own experience in high school and I have mentioned a little bit of it before. Yeah. So I did want to go a little bit through my own high school journey and just share it with you because I have mentioned it before in the podcast, but it was really hard for me and it's what has contributed to a lot of my mental health issues today. And I was severely bullied. I was bullied from the, for pretty much as long as I can remember, I've been bullied in high school and in primary school. (laughs) Again, literally as long as I can remember. And it was always surrounding my weight. It always came back to my weight. I was a very confident, well, I put on the confident front. I was a very confident, happy, funny girl. And I always, you know, was associated with the quotations, popular group. So I wasn't an outcast in that respect, but I was picked on a lot for my weight because I was bigger than, you know, most other girls throughout high school. I wasn't huge, but you know, I had the boobs, I had the butt, I had the thighs, I had the hips and people bullied me for that. And then, you know, as I started becoming sexually active, I was then bullied for being a slut Ahoa. People would spread rumors around school that I had AIDS. Um, I remember one day that I found pieces of paper that literally said, Tati has AIDS. Uh, people had written that and just like thrown it into the, into the playground, which was just, I mean, so good. Thank you guys so much. I mean, First of all, it starts out as HIV. So if I wouldn't have had AIDS, I would have had HIV. Secondly, I was using condoms. I was really good on that. So <laughs> don't be mean to me. Okay. <laughs> and like I said, like I did become very promiscuous um, from the ages of 14 to about 18. I was super promiscuous. I was engaging in dangerous sexual behavior, like I have mentioned before. So I, I mean, I don't think slut is a good word, but I don't think it's a bad word either. Like I definitely would have described myself as a slut back then. I, you know, didn't really have a lot of respect for myself. I just kind of was seeking validation from men. And I have definitely talked, spoken about all this before. But I think because I was bullied so hectically throughout my whole schooling and, you know, rejected a lot from guys that I liked, I was seeking that validation throughout my sexual acts. And I, and I was feeling that if I slept with someone and they had sex with me, like that would have meant that I was, you know, I was okay. I was accepted. I was, I was going to be all right because this one person was showing me attention And I don't have daddy issues or anything, so I don't know really where all that came from. But I mean, if I had to guess, it would be the bullying. And this was all forms of trauma to my little developing teenage brain. So, you know, I would sneak out of my parents' house. I'm sorry, mom, if you're listening to this, which I know you do listen. I, yeah, would sneak out I would go in boys' cars and I would ride a, drive around the corner and make out with them a little bit. I was so, so mean to my parents. And my mum loves telling people <laughs> how mean I was to her when I was like 16. I would scream at her. I even, you know, slapped her once or twice. I was a terrible, terrible human to my parents when I was that age and that is one of my biggest regrets in my whole entire life and I don't I try not to have regrets in my life because I do feel like everything happens for a reason but if I could take anything back it, it would be the way I treated my parents throughout those years because teenage girls are the fucking devil we are the devil and I don't want daughters for this exact reason because I feel like I'm gonna get karma and all of that's gonna come back and bite me in the ass and my daughter's just gonna be an absolute bitch but I don't want daughters for this reason and I'm going to get karma. and, you know, if I do have a healthy baby girl, then yay. Like, of course I'm not going to be unhappy with my daughter, but she's definitely going to be mean to me and I'm scared because I don't know if I could handle it as well as my parents did. <laughs> I don't know if I'm strong enough. <laughs> and my parents never did anything to deserve the treatment that they got. I don't think anyone deserves that treatment that they got And they were always supportive of me. They gave me, my brother, everything that we wanted in life. So I was literally just the devil and I was a demon. And at some point I got, I was going to say executed, but I meant to say an exorcism. I don't know when throughout my life I got an exorcism, but I became a good human. So yay, mum's probably stoked about that. And now my mum's my absolute best friend. So love you, mum. And you know, I never really had a serious boyfriend throughout high school. I definitely had lots of flings. I definitely messed around with a lot of boys. I did have a boyfriend, but I wasn't in it. I'd cheat on him. I was a absolute, you know, bitch. I was a bitch. Um, And again, it just stemmed down to that. I had no respect for myself or other people. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I had no idea where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do. I was failing school. I I didn't go through a math class for the whole of grade 10. Like I was failing and I'm a smart person and you know, my intelligence was there throughout high school, but I was going through it, man. Like I was going through the shit that I just did not want to do, you know, schoolwork. I was wagging. I begged, 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 begged my mother to send me to a public high school. I went to a very, very good, uh, private school on the Gold Coast. And it's a very expensive private school and don't let private schools fool you because that's actually where a lot of my bullying happened was at high school to the, uh, was at private school, sorry, to the point where my father had to go to the principal and tell her like, Hey, your little year 12s, I was in grade like nine at this point, your little grade 12s are bullying my daughter, like just because they go to a private school doesn't make them model citizens, god no, actually it probably makes them more of an asshole, so I begged my mum to send me to a public school and she's like, um, yeah, okay, like she finally agreed because I was off tap and she probably just thought like this was the last, last like resort, so she sent me to a public school, and I got to wear my dress, you know, my skirt short. I had, you know, the school blouse, rolled up sleeves, a little bit of hip hanging out, the fake tan. Like I've described myself before in these podcasts, but I got to live my life. And then I just dropped out in grade 10 anyways, because I was like, fuck this. Like, we're at a public school. I still have to do schoolwork. I hate it. I'm just going to the park and, you know, hanging out during my classes. I'm not even going to classes. Like, let's drop out. So I did. And that's probably another, like here I am saying I have no regrets in my life, but I wish I did stay in school and I wish I did apply myself in school. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with people dropping out of school. I just think like I academically and where I want to go now, like it would have just been helpful if I stayed in school. And I just want to reiterate that you don't have to have a great OP and finish grade 12 to attend university. You have options no matter what you did in high school. So, yeah, you have options. Let's be good humans. Don't be a demonic little bitch to your mum like I was. So, yeah, high school for me was a really, really hard time. I only have, I have two friends from my youth Still today, I have a friend who I made at that um, public school. I'm still very close with her today. And then I have another friend who I've actually been friends with really close, best friends with since grade five. So she's seen it, she's been through it with me too. She's seen me be a little bitch. (laughs) So yeah just remember it's really important to have those positive friendships in your life and it's important to remember that the people that you're friends with in high school majority of them probably aren't going to be your friends when you're older just because you'll grow apart and everyone will go in completely different directions like I have a friend in high school who I found out went to rehab I have friends in high school who have gone on to become lawyers and doctors and then I have friends in high school who still live at home and, you know, work at IGA. Like, it's fine. People do different things with their lives, you know. I have friends my age who are married with four children and I also have friends my age who are riding solo, doing drugs and eating nugs, you know. And that's okay. Everyone goes through life differently. Everyone... Proceeds through their life differently. And, you know, I have a friend who's turning 30 this year. One of my best, best friends is turning 30 this year. And she's so hard on herself because she's not where she thought she should be at this time in her life. There's no time limit on life. There's no rule book that says when you're 28, you need to do this. When you're 29, you need to do this. When you're 30, you need to do this. You do it when you're ready everything happens for a reason and you'll get given the opportunities when you're seen ready for it so stop being so hard on yourself and this goes to you my little friend stop being so hard on yourself and remember that you know you're doing what you're doing for a reason so there's a little bit of motivation for your what day is it today Thursday even though it's not going to be Thursday when you're listening to this but if it is have a great Thursday (laughs) So yeah, that was the episode on high school. I mean, you probably didn't learn a lot from this, but you know, it was good to have a little chat. These podcasts are like my therapy in a way. I love chatting to you about what's happened in my life. And I like how hoping that you can take a little and relate a little to what's happened in my life because, you know, I know I seem so beautiful and perfect now, but I wasn't always that way and don't listen to the shit you see on social media just a psa it ain't real and follow like positive positive pages cuz that's what i do and that's what i do on the podcast uh, the podcast instagram which is sex psych self pod on instagram And I post, you know, updates about the podcast and inspirational things and all these cute little pictures. And I I follow all these like positive mental health pages on that. And they love reading their posts and I I do share them occasionally. And I just think it's so good. Like, fill your feed with positive things. Because if if you're going to scroll, which I know you will, look at good shit, not the bad shit. Okay. All right. Well... At the end of the day, I'm Tadie. This is Sex, Psych and Self. Look after yourself. Look after your mental health. And most of all, most importantly of all, go have some safe sex. And... You are not the same person as you were in high school. You are beautiful. You're intelligent. You're successful. And you are listening to this podcast, which means you're doing one thing right in your life. I'm Tony, This is Sex, Psych, and Self. And I will see you next time. Bye. Oh, I didn't, oopsies. I didn't stop it. See
0: ya.